Episode 62, A Birdman in the Veteran's Hand. Josh, you want to say something about titties again? No. <laughs> no. No? Okay. You sure? You start? Well, yeah, we did. So welcome to episode 62 of the Adventures in Lollygagging podcast. Josh has been embarrassed <laughs> for the past week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, hi. Uh, we're missing Coder tonight, but we have long back, so that's nice. Hey. So we still got a crew of five. Uh, we got a lot to get to because Long's missed the last two recording sessions. Um because he's being a professional video game player or something like that. How is your Clash team going, huh? Uh, it's, it has its wins every now and then. It does. Okay. Yeah, Long plays a lot of League of Legends. Just a few. Just a little bit. Just like a thousand so. hours a week. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we've uh, we don't we don't have Coder. Uh, he had to work, uh, but we have everybody else. And I was mentioning last week that. Like we can sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel with this game, like with our, our campaign. It's getting it's getting there. I don't know exactly how many episodes it's going to be. And I like we've we've taken our we've taken our numbers. We've all taken our bets into where that's going to go. Josh was almost correct with like 62 or whatever it was. But here we are on episode 63. And I, I don't know if Long listened to last week's episode. Long, did you listen to last week's episode? Yeah, I remember his- Josh's titties comments. That's about it. That's it. So you listened to quite literally the first twenty-seven <laughs> seconds of the episode, and then then stopped. Yeah. Is that about right? Okay. Yeah, that's about right. So last week we ended on an interesting note because uh, if if you all remember from the very beginning uh, of our of our little podcast, you guys we had like one job. So the original crew, the OG crew, most of whom are dead now, uh, set out from the the coastal town of Weishaven, which is fairly close to the capital of the Rhine. And you're, you were hired by this old wealthy merchant uh, who, whose son and daughter had done something politically that uh, kind of embarrassed the family and got them in trouble. And they were sent to this penal colony uh, as a way of punishment because what they did would have been normally enough for execution, but because he was able to buy them their freedom, sort of. Uh, they were sent to this this big old penal po- penal colony in the ruin. Uh, however, Gabriel, the son, went missing, and there was a letter written by the sister, who's kind of gone a little off the deep end a bit, that the the brother was missing, and she wanted her father to come find them. Well, the father was too old, and so he hired you all to go do it. And you came here. And for a very long time, for the first, like, at least one third of the podcast, this was very much a conspiracy-driven campaign where you guys were collecting clues and leads. But eventually, most of the people who were interested in that died. (laughs) And uh, other things congregated and made more sense to focus on, uh, like the attack on, on the city and stuff. But lo and behold, in the past couple of weeks, past couple episodes... Some of the old stuff has started to come back. First of all, Emily, who had long, mm-hmm. long been presumed dead, possibly uh, after after searching for clues to the north about Gabriel, his, the very site where he was last known to be, she disappeared. Well, she shows up 
having been kind of welcomed as a recruit into the Umbetnor. So, boom, shocker, ha ha. And then, then last week, we ended on yet, yet another return of, of, well, return might not be the right word, but how did last week end? So someone explain it to Long what happened at the end of last week. We finally achieved our objective and we came face to face with the one and only Gabriel. So, so we can go back and get all that up on two gold or something. Yeah. So can you elaborate and explain in, to him the context of how this happened? So we, oh God, you didn't hear anything. So uh, draw, we ran into a Jotun, Jotun, however you say it. Sure. Giant, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. Huge. And um, huge. we all very much almost died. Um, you did some cool bird things with your bird body. Um, you guys killed him and I ran and found bear's body cause we thought he was dead. Uh, lo and behold, he was not dead, which yay. Thank God. And yeah, we found more people who were trapped to probably be eaten or dragged away to hell. We're not sure. Um, and then, yeah, we went North and we found this hidden settlement of the Unbat Noor, but like a super secret, secret one. And they took us into this place and we didn't have the right code word because we like popped up and they're like tundra. And we didn't we didn't know what the hell that meant. Mm-hmm. They and, said frozen and it was totally wrong. It was totally. Yeah. Wrong. And then we were like the movie and wasn't it. And then, um, yeah, uh, you guys all had to get taken to get healed. And then Arave and I were chilling in this like mess hall. And uh, Emily saw Gabriel. 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 Gabriel Zeiger. Not Gabriel, my boyfriend. No, Gabriel. Gabriel. (laughs) That would be wrong to do that. Uh, But Gabriel, yeah, there he was. You're in this long hut. It's a, now, one of the other things that we should sort of explain, because I said like a bunch of things sort of came back, and a few of you noted it at the end of last episode uh, as we were, as we were kind of closing out. But, the hidden this hidden settlement is on the water. It is a harbor. There are ships that are being built. This is a shipyard, and a few ships are are intact, and a couple are still in the process of being built. These are Umbat Nor ships who, as far as everyone knows, up until this point, had been living within the mountains, and here they are on the coast building ships. Uh, and what do you all remember about Gabriel and his father Harold? Uh, his, his father was a shipmaker. His father uh-huh. was a shipmaker. And then, we found a little um, wooden ship. Yeah. In his and the notes house. about his, his drawings and, and sketches. notes with sketches of ships. And there was also like little details here and there about how, uh, like you kind of learn along the way here and there about how he would, you know, he would kind of mimic his father. And he did go into, you know, you know, he did get a little bit of that. Uh, but so Gabriel... Uh, so Gabriel may or may not be here helping them design ships. And then Ashley just made a gun symbol on our Zoom. <laughs> the other thing is that all these Umpat Noor here aren't just carrying like these these spears and such and these swords. They got guns. They have guns on their belts. They have like the good shit. Like good stuff. Stuff that if Bear didn't have his face bashed in right now, he could probably confirm 
that's what he saw way back in the day on Edgar Key. And I believe it was episode three of our podcast. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's a very long time ago. So we got a lot of stuff coming back all of a sudden as you found like a fairly important site uh, where this, uh, yeah, this, this, it's amazing that we got here. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you guys would make it here. Like, but lo and behold, that giant, uh, that giant fight actually kicking your ass and nearly killing bear was what got you here. So it was sort of, I don't know. I think it was like, fortunate that this, this, this happened. So you mean I was right all along to spend all of those fortune points? Is that what you're saying? No. Have I been redeemed? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> hey, maybe you're all just going to die. Who cares? <laughs> so uh, so we'll reset the scene. Uh, we are in this this uh, this settlement. You, you do not have free reign of this settlement, uh, however. Like there's people who are near you. Like you're not being held as prisoners or anything like that, but you have escorts that are still lingering. You're in this long hut, this kind of long building with a shared long table and people have been eating and drinking at it for the past hour, but people have slowly started to leave. And with none of you knowing where to go, because you're not familiar with this place, you wait around until slowly but surely people start leaving the table. And finally, that's when Emma Lee of all people because she is back here, notices this young man in his late 20s or early 30s that matches the description and mentions his name, Gabriel. And he looks at her and he says, how do you know my name? And so that's where we're going to pick it up. How do you know my name? Well, if you believe it, uh, your father actually hired me to and other people to find you. He looks at you with a very incredulous look, and he's like, I, 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 I'm sorry, you, you are hired by my father, I don't. Harold Zeiger? No, that, that, that is my father, he, he hired you to do what exactly? Your sister wrote him a strongly worded letter that she didn't believe that you were dead, and that things weren't adding up, and she demanded that he come find you. But considering his age, he hired us to come here to look for you. And he just has the most perplexed. Like his, his brow is furrowed, eyes are squinting. He's sort of looking around the room, trying to get some sort of. Like, what did I? I mean, that's not why we're here right now, obviously. But I mean, that's what it originally brought us here. So all of you, and he points to the rest of the people. So Hubert's there, and uh, and Arave is there, and and Dronk. Let's let's say Dronk and Bear went off to get healed or something. I can't remember. A couple people went off to get healed. A couple people stayed. But let's say those are the people uh, who are here. And uh, you 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 came here to find me. I well, you found me. I. I'm still quite... Um, how is my father? Um... And, like, I'm not sure how Emily would put this nicely. <laughs> but she's probably a pretty blunt person. Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, not quite destitute, but... Hmm. Any kind of... Way. He kind of grimaces. I, um, 
I'm partially to blame for that. I... My sister and I, we... Well, we made his... His twilight years far more rougher on him than I think he had intended. Uh, hmm. But that's... that's honestly, that is not... Well, it doesn't matter anymore, does it? As things have changed. Um, I'm very sorry that you, you came all this way. Uh, I, I, I'm not in need of rescue or of saving. I, uh, I think he's just thankful that you're still alive. Last he heard, you were dead. Well, I mean, a part of me is... I suppose who I was before is is no longer who I am now, and I'd just assume move on. I've cast aside the Zyga name. I've cut ties with my sister, and I have found he kind of looks around at some of the people sitting by him who kind of nod and you know kind of clap him on. They're like listening but not listening. And I found a, a new family. In some way. I have as well. And he kind of looks you up and says, I, I, I see you've... Huh. What strange fortunes have uh, brought us together. Uh, strangers. Distant cousins or some such. Yeah, he just, he just, there's a, a, a intense bit of kind of confusion and like surprise that is overtaken him and he says for a moment he says and and what were you going to do if you found me I I wonder originally I believe he wanted us to bring you back with him or with us Hmm. to at least see him again but considering there's only two of us left of the original party our what, priorities have changed. What do you mean there's only two of you left? Right, so uh, I wasn't originally part of this group, but these guys were originally sent here to look for you. Right. And where did the others go? Did they leave? They either perished or died somewhere on this island. And you see, he's like his his face just sort of like collapses a bit. His guilt kind of overtakes him. I, I am, I'm so very sorry. I, 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 I never, I never wanted anyone to come looking for me. I never. Oh, I'm I'm so very sorry. I. I You shouldn't blame yourself for this, but what are you doing out here? And he and he looks around a bit and he says, "We're building ships." Do you, do you plan on leaving? Uh, you see, he kind of stiffens at that. I am afraid there's certain things I can't reveal to you. Uh, uh, it's not my place, uh, but, uh, you can speak with, with Zeban, if you like, she could 
help guide you back to safety, perhaps. Um, but have uh, you have you heard of what happened at Verdum? Uh, yes, yes, we we've we keep in contact with with other outposts. Um, You've heard about the raising from the marauders. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I have. It's it's tragic. Um, there are good people there. You have to understand that uh, it's it's not that I hold any ill will against most of the people there, but I, I in order to to kind of reground and recenter my life, I've 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 had to move on, and what befell them was terrible, but it is only a drop in a very large lake of tragedy that has befallen my new family and for decades and generations and if you read the histories for centuries the very folks that have come down from the top of the world to amass at the edge of the civilized civilized areas of of the southern lands, well, we, well, they stood in between, and it was them that saw their outposts destroyed, their cities raised, their people enslaved, entire generations of children lost and recruited into, re into the chaotic forces that, that have now roosted atop the world, so... I don't mean to sound indelicate, but Verdum is a very small town, and if its destruction weakens those across the White Sea to the, the horror that is up here and illustrates to those in Oxitin how their own history push these people this far north to the edge of ruin onto ruin well then it is a small price to pay for progress so you see he's like you know he's sad like he's he's but you don't yeah i mean you don't you get a little like there's a little sense of sadness in his voice and um do do you know of my sister She was in, from what I was told, she was in Verum when it was being raised. I see. I see. Um, is she yeah. alive? I don't remember. Uh, you don't know. Uh, but I should say it was right. Last last you saw her, she was in Verum. You haven't seen her since. Okay. Um, we were actually on our way up this far north because we were trying to, or they were trying to intercede a caravan of those captured being taken for the north. I see. Um, I wish you good fortune. I I love my sister very much, but there's been a growing rift between she and I for far longer than I could remember before we even stepped foot on this place. 
She... Uh, she embraced a faith, but did not do so with good intentions. And... She became dogmatic and cruel and icy. And unfortunately, we have not spoken in some time. That doesn't change the fact that... Well, I, I do hope uh, that you are able to succeed in your mission. And if I can aid it... Um, I, I certainly shall try. We'd appreciate it. We certainly have some time people will need to spend healing. Oh, um, there is a... There is a very... There's an older man. Uh, he is, we, we do have a healer. Uh... Oh, what was his name? Josh, what was his name? Um, Maurice. M Maurice. Maurice. So, some people call Maurice. him Maurice. <laughs> some people call him the Space Cowboy. But he's... Yeah. He's one of a few. We, we, uh, we have a more permanent... Uh, more permanent doctor. Uh, but they, uh, they were arranging. Should be back within a day or so, but Maurice could help you if, if needed. Um, we, uh, we also could resupply. Uh, you could speak with Ecclestrut. Um, he could help you. Um, if Zebin, if she gives you run of, of the town, of course. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, you've just taken me a bit off guard. I, I, I didn't expect, well, anything remotely close to this today. Tor, it just, you perfectly fit the description, and it just, I hadn't thought of it in so long. Uh, I understand, um, um, do do we need to notify you all about the drum? Um, I I I am just a shipbuilder. If if there's something um that happened there, then you should you should speak with Zeben. Um, she's and he kind of nods over in the direction. She's at the end of the table, like she's way down the table towards the front of it. And consider that she's talking with a few folks. Uh, probably a good. 10 yards away. Like they're completely opposite side of the table from you. It's, remember, this is a really long yeah. table. It's like a long Almost hunt. like a Viking. Very much. Um, would you mind introducing us? Uh, sure. Sure. Of, of course. Of course. Uh, and so uh, he gets up and he motions for you to follow and uh, he, he kind of waits for a moment until she kind of waves him forward and you can see her that she's a very large like big arms you can see that like the the furs of her cloaks have started to fall down to the side there's a roaring fire behind her and you can see that kind of her biceps are swollen with uh with muscle and kind of crude she's brands ripped yeah she's pretty ripped um 
but she she weighs him forward and and he he says uh, kind of you kind of kind of overhear him and he's just like uh, this is points your names that they um the ones that just they just arrived uh, some of our people are with them uh, they seem earnest um perhaps you could speak with them and so she just nods and like kind of waves him away and then a few moments later once she's done speaking with whoever it was uh when G- Gabriel interrupted she waves you forward so the three of you step forward um, she looks up and she says, uh, you're very lucky that we, we didn't open fire. You do realize this place is, is not, well, it's, uh, it's meant to be secret. You should know better. And she's, he, she's looking directly at Arave and, and Emily when she says this. Or... Sincerest apologies. Uh, we needed to find aid for our group um, and also ensure that we shared information as to what happened at the drum. And what is it that happened at the drum? The entire group that had been posted there uh, appeared to have um, succumbed to the pole of the north um hmm. and i'll share kind of all the details yeah. of everything that we saw there and she'll and you know she'll kind of grimace and she definitely have a very momentary glimpse of concern that comes over her face that she quickly covers up but you can see it it's there like all of you can see it easily even hubert um and uh she says it's concerning but it is not our purview. We have orders. Um, from what you say, another party arrived. It seems as though it's in good hands. They'll, they'll have to take care of it. And we, we certainly do hope so. And we shall take care of our own. We encountered a Jotun on the way up here as well, and sustained mm. some injuries. That is quite a story. There are not many of those wandering here any longer. Very far to the south, in fact, to get all this way. Most linger, if at all, closer to the plateaus to the north. But that is curious. I wonder what that speaks to. Hmm. That you survived at all is... A testament to you. Uh, this group can be quite hardy when needed. I've been told that one of you had their head bashed in. Is this true? Yes, he is seeking attention now. Hmm. I see. Unfortunately, the healer we have here is a bit... Well... I don't trust every word that comes out of his mouth, but we do have a surgeon. But the surgeon is ranging currently. We'll be back in perhaps two days. If your friend can survive till then, we will tend to him. I know this is a super secret place, 
not supposed to be known about us outsiders. And yes. forgive me for even asking, but what are you doing building boats out there? Why does one build boats? Do you plan on leaving here or migrating? We plan on leaving. For sort, yes. Is it, is it because you're running from something? That is a complicated question. Birdman. She kind of looks you up and down. You seem I'm a to have complicated individual. <laughs> she looks you up. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. You're lucky I don't strike you down now. The uh, chaotic manifestations, the He's chaos is been... coursing through you currently, it seems. Yes, Ranger. Well, we are not necessarily running from something. Perhaps we are running towards something. Perhaps we are looking to reclaim that which was taken from us. We have a very long and proud history within the Umbat Norn. Although the people who live south of the White Sea, have forgotten it. We have not. Vengeance will be paid. We have adorned ourselves with the weapons of your peoples. We have taken the knowledge, the engineering, the craftsmanship of those you discarded, and we have embraced them fully. And they will help be the architects of our vengeance for when we bring our fleet upon the shores of the Rhine, they will not realize what, what wonderful irony it is that the very people they sent to us to die are now returning to bring vengeance back to them. So yes, we are leaving. But running from something? No. Not quite. I see. That's quite a handful to comprehend. But I think we're just trying to protect those of Verdum that have been taken from marauders. I don't know how much you know of that. Oh, I am well informed. Albeit that information doesn't come as quickly as in other seasons of the year. But yes, I am aware of what before Verdum. I am aware of the forces that marched southward. I am aware that your very leadership ignored the counsel of several people who warned them of such an onslaught. And I am aware that when the time came to defend their homes, they folded as easily as a child could. And if not for, well, 
one of their former misbegotten and forgotten leaders. All of you might be dead. And I am also aware that the wave of chaos that has swarmed southward is not over. The Dread Count Solok is quite, quite enamored with the Rhine. And so, while we are having our secret vengeance, no longer will we be here to prevent the chaotic forces from the top of the world from reaching across the sea and influencing the Rhine will no longer have us as a buffer to protect you from such things. And while those forces sweep down the northern and western shores, we will find our own way in. While the enemy of our enemy is not our friend in this situation, it is a perfectly suitable distraction. Yeah, I agree with you. The Ubernor have been quite a force in what's certain these events have been happening. Hmm. Flattery will get you nowhere, Birdman. Erve will pop up and say that Colonel Jaeger recommended to me that if we came across the Dread Count, that we would share that information with others. And I'll relay the incident and the visions that we had at the river. You have had quite an interesting journey. Seems you are being called. As everyone is sooner or later here, destiny awaits to the north for you all. Sadly, I do not think many of you, if any, shall return. That is the way of the call. As for the good colonel, that he still goes by, that moniker is somewhat amusing. He is not wrong. As for the Dread Count is, is more than I suspect your small group could perhaps handle. A single Jotun is formidable. Yes, but against a dread count, I would, I would wager that a hand-selected servant to one of the demonic princes is far more capable and dangerous than a lumbering oaf who does not yet have a place in this world anymore. But charge forth! Many have had this call, and many travel northward. It is as noble a death as, well, any other you will find. Kill as many as you can. And when your time is up, rest knowing that you have made an infinitesimally small benefit to those who come after you. But if I, if I may say, your departure from this area would not... Our 
or do you not call yourself one among us? But that is my point, that if you are taking a group away, you are not just leaving those who lived in Verdum to their own defenses. You are also leaving the rest of our groups. Don't be foolish, child. Number. We are not yet ready for our assault. It will be years before we are ready. When you look out into the harbor, you see what? Three? Three ships that are fully capable of sea travel and well, a half dozen more in various stages. Ours is a plan that has several steps. We uh. are on only the fourth or fifth. Be patient. When the time has come, more will be brought into the fold. I see. I see. I, I do not know that a calling to go sacrifice myself to the Dread Count is exactly what I thought was going to happen when I came up here to... You're the one who had the vision, not I. The All of us in the group had visions. Then I bid you all a good death. Emily's gonna, like, look at you guys, like, you guys had visions. <laughs> I want a vision. <laughs> man, such crap, man. I wouldn't mind to have, like, ponies and ice cream trucks. Uh, what else do you want to ask her? You are, if you are not planning to depart, perchance would you be willing to spare anyone? to join us in our... <laughs> that is <laughs> I have but a hundred here workers fighters those who scout those who collect wood from the various forests in such a way that does not necessarily draw attention to the missing trees I haven't many to spare we must remain focused. I'm sorry, this is a journey that you must take. This is a journey that calls to you. I shall not assign anyone to go with you. Understood. I, We lost a member of our party from a hellbear on one of our first nights, and... Yes, they're very... Dwindle They're quickly. such bitches, those old bears. <laughs> really don't like them at all. No, they're quite Ma deadly. Maybe Speaking of when you're method. scouting, you should look up from time to time. <laughs> Duly noted. Um, I think one of Emily's concerns would be ensuring something for bear if we're gonna leave him behind like if we leave before he gets tended to so she would inform him our party member who um had his head crushed uh he if he does heal he is capable of woodworking a craftsman mm -hmm. excellent i have already said i will take good care of him but now now i will take 
the best care of him. Indeed. What is his name? Bear. Like the animal? Nearly. Mm. We will tend to him as best we can. You have my word. Does I mean I get a, Do I get a happy ending or what's going on? Bear might. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean... <laughs> not not <laughs> that kind. the best care of me. I was like, whoa. What? <laughs> oh, all right. Like, okay. This no. is a massage parlor. Oh, but, see, that's what I was sure. I was sure if you meant that kind of happy ending or like, do I have a happy ending in the story? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the second one. Uh, okay. Um, is there anything else you want to ask her? No, right. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so she motions and one of your escorts comes up and she instructs him to find a place for you to stay in one of the, the common halls um, where you can sleep. Uh, she also mentions where you can find the healers, the healer, I should say, since there's only one here currently. And uh, she also mentions, uh, so Ecclestrut is the name uh, of the gnomish it's a gnomish quartermaster who who can help you resupply if you need like arrows and other things uh and then maurice you could speak with and that's likely where bear has already been brought erve would want to ask her since we mentioned sort of the red log um if does she know any red log <laughs> It looked like a tree trunk, but it wasn't a tree trunk. And then we Red touched log. it, and then we had okay. the visions. All right. The monolith. All of that, yeah. yes. Um, sounds sounds stupid when you just say, like, <laughs> Red log. We got a freaking vision from a red log, and now Lavinia went crazy. You say that, we got a vision from a monolith, and now now, now it sounds yes. cool. Yes, the red okay, monolith. Um, if she has any, um, like if there's any way to... Has she handled them, them effectively? Has she seen them anywhere to avoid or anything like that? Um, red monoliths. You see, hmm, there have been other campaigns by those who consider themselves the chosen leaders of the chaotic forces to the north. Some have succeeded more readily than others. What you have encountered is likely a remnant of a failed past campaign. The ruin is a very expansive place. It's bigger than you even realize. There are hidden dangers and wonders that certainly, well, they can sneak up on you at times. When you're in the tundra to the north, the endless frozen flat wastes before the plateaus. I'll tell you that you would be surprised how easy it is to get lost. Who is the madwoman caller? Hmm. Well, if I understand my... Rinian lullabies. It is just the subject of a little song that children sing, or 
People sing to children to make them go apeshit crazy before they go to bed. Therefore, they can't go to bed. It's very strange. I don't know why you'd sing such brutal, <laughs> awful lullabies to them. But that's my understanding. She's not real. My friend, Bruno, he we've lost him, but he he was being called by someone. Like on the phone, or? <laughs> oh, and then Emily will describe that one time where, like, he saw the person up on the cliff, and then um, Chrisita saying, like, you saw her too? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, if you must know, um, mm, there are the princes of the demonic princes of course there are others I can't say I'm knowledgeable enough to know each and every one of their names but I have heard stories from some within our, our very number um, about a very ancient witch most here just call her the crown, but I've heard others refer to her by different names. The Witch Queen being one. And Emily will like look at like Hubert and Erve and be like, didn't wasn't your like hedge witch friend like possessed? <laughs> look at she's like, wasn't my other character this? You guys should talk about this. No, but like, because that's what Emily walked into, right? Was like your guys' whole conversation about that. Sort of. Yeah, I was going to follow up. I don't know if it was here, but later, but just what happened to Lavinia, exactly? You, I mean, Hubert knows. You don't, because you weren't here. Hu right. uh, so Lavinia, so she, when, when everyone woke up from their little encounter with the monolith, after their visions and such, uh, Lavinia started panicking and running away. Bear chased her. Uh, oh, you weren't there for that episode? No, I remember that part. You, remember, you were okay. there for that? Yeah, okay. yeah, I was there for that. I don't know what happened after. We, she like, started growing like weird like uh, icy growths on her like chin and stuff like that. And then they tied her up. And then after like a night of rest, she seemed, at least on the surface, better. But no one really fully trusted it. Um, and so they just kind of left her behind. Don't forget, Lavinia had a butchered leg. This whole time, she had a butchered leg, and so like she has been. Yeah, popping. I was like almost out of yeah. tinctures. So she stayed behind, um, at the drum. So she's there. She's still back there. Okay. She's on guard, but um, like people are watching. Well, her. mentally, is she there? I mean, I mean, is she? That's the was she ever? Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. You can call me Little Lavinia. So yeah, I mean, you would, you would, you, you left her and yeah. The care you of left other her folks. tied up with yeah. the guy she tried to kill mm -hmm. at the drum. I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she's alive. I'm sure she's totally fine. Was this a, like a group decision sort of that happened? Yes. Okay. This is why you don't fucking skip episodes long. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So if there's nothing else, she says, get the fuck out of my long hut. I actually kind of like this voice. It sounds a bit strange. Uh, but she, uh, she, yeah, she sends people with you. 
Uh, you've, you've got people watching. Even you, Umbet Noir folks. Like, she's watching you, too. Like, she doesn't want you to do anything you're not supposed to do. Um, and so you can seek out the healer and check in on Bear and Drunk if you want. Uh, you can check in uh, with Strut, the quartermaster. You can just go and rest. What do you, what do you, or something else. What do you want to do? I'll go see if they're willing to heal me up. Okay. Yeah, me too. Moderate. Uh, so you head over uh, to a, a smaller hut, much smaller than a long hut. Um, and you go inside. There's a handful of folks here. Uh, most uh, don't seem to be too terribly injured. There's maybe four or five people, uh, one of whom is bare, one of whom is drunk, and then there's two others that just look like they've had some kind of maybe a broken arm or something. Maybe it was a an accident uh, when they were building building ships. And then you see a fifth person who seems to be tending to them. Uh, Josh, what do they look like? All right, so this... Uh... This old geezer, he is elderly. He's got like dark brown skin, dark brown eyes, chestnut hair. He's about 5'7", slender, frail old guy. And he's got a slouchy posture. You can see him kind of leaning on a really long like stick. It's like a spear, but the spearhead is like covered like a little sheath. Uh, he's got a a steely gaze and a carefully groomed beard. Hmm. So, so is he human though? Yeah, is he human? Yes, okay. human. All right. Um, and did you did you actually switch out for healing the one skill that we talked about? Uh, yeah, I just okay took a heal. Um, as like a because you can do it even if it's not in your yes, you can switch it out. It's, it's just, just double. Yeah, yeah, you would exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just did that. Hmm. That's what we did with Lavinia way back in the day. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's also missing uh, his left hand. So that is also a notable feature. I almost forgot. Do you have a prosthetic like Emily does? We're just opposites. No, nothing that fancy. Just like a nub, pretty much. Josh? uh, Not a metal nub. Or I should say Maurice. Can you do me a favor? Can you roll two scrutinized tests? Yeah. Two scrutinized. Two scrutinized tests. Please tell me Maurice has like an accent. My name's Maurice. <laughs> Some people call me Maurice. Uh, is it standard? Uh, standard's totally fine, yeah. <laughs> this is to see if Those. you would know. Okay, so the first one uh, was to see whether you had any connection uh, with Emily. And the second one, so the first one you rolled a 76 and you had a 46, and you have no connection with Emily. The second one was to see if you have any connection with Arave. Uh And actually, roll a third, because I forgot about Drunk. Roll a third. Oh, okay. So you rolled a 14 for 46, so you would have some, and a 27 or 46, which makes sense, because the two of them know yeah. each other. Uh, so let's, let's do I'm a little- lonely. It's let's cool. do a little impromptu <laughs> character building here. How- how would you? How would we say Arave and Maurice and Drunk know one another? Um, well, Maurice, he's like originally from Verdum, then uh, he kind of traveled around and got uh, rescued in like the fierce winter. Okay, like how he lost his arm. So he was a Jaeger guy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. That works. Um, 
would we say uh so would maybe we'll say like Arave or Dronk was in the rescue party. Yeah, I would say I mean Arave seems like a Jaeger group mm-hmm. individual, so sure. that would definitely make sense for Arave. Yeah. I mean Arave Arave was probably in the group that rescued you, uh for sure. And if you know Arave, then you would know Dronk because the two of them have had connections. So yeah. that makes that makes good sense. And um so the the people who would have been recruited to be here, uh, they don't necessarily have to be like long-term Umbat Nor folks, but they should have some sort of specialized skill or history, like like they're good at working or they or they they grew up near boats or on boats or they knew something. So would we say that uh, would we say that Maurice fits something like that? Um. He think? mostly makes like medicines and stuff. Okay. Yeah, he can do healing, but okay. I think it's harder because I have veteran's hand now. Sure. Okay. I don't know if heal takes two hands or one. Uh, I'll probably easy. just treat it as like kick the difficulty up a step if it's like a complicated surgery or something like that. Um, oh, if yeah. it's just basic bandage, it's fine. I'll just leave it like normal. Um. Okay. So we'll say like maybe you have some kind of um. Maybe you served in the Navy or something, and that's where you learned your, you know, your your healing craft. And so it kind of killed two birds with one stone. Somebody who knew mm-hmm. um, who yeah. knew how to heal and somebody who also knew a little bit about serving on boats. Yeah, I spent some time at the Sunbear Abbey, I would think. Okay. I probably picked up some faith and healing stuff there. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. And that would probably not actually... Um, engender great uh kindness from folks like zeban and others uh who look at the god emperor the sun bearers that follow the god emperor as kind of more of a uh, you're it's not quite the, the one that they worship um they don't they don't it's not an outright hatred or disgust of you it's just more of along the lines of like they're always kind of probably eye you with a little bit of suspicion if that's if you still kind of subscribe to that uh, that religion. Yeah, he Who does. Do He's so uh, a variety, actually. Um, the Umbet Nor themselves, there's a lot of like elvish folk. There's, it's a, it's not entirely elvish, but there's a lot of elven influence. And so um, the, the gods of the elves are a little bit more, um, a little bit older, a little bit more um, naturalistic. Uh, and you know, that there's like this entire like mask uh, system where they, like the different masks that they wear kind of embody like different virtues. Um, so like a lot of that is naturalistic as well. So like bears and wolves and, and falcons and such. And like the, like the little statues that we mm-hmm. found. Yeah. At the and, drum. and it's one of the reasons why most of the Umbet Noor who go about scouting are wearing something and it usually embodies some aspect of their personality. Like if they're a particularly strong individual, they might wear something like a bears. If they're a particularly, uh, if they have, you know, if they're, cunning uh they might uh they might wear uh you know something like a wolf or whatever so like there's different uh there's different sort of embodiments of it the names I like that josh i like that josh as a player has come to terms with the sun bear abbey mm-hmm. and so now his new character is like oh yeah i was totally over so there and enjoyed them very much literally a <laughs> <Yeah>. 180 <laughs> okay all right and so he has he's wearing like the sun bear like symbol on his robe but oh, the robe's geez. like really tattered and like patched up, so mm-hmm. it's kind of not super noticeable. Yeah, and it's underneath, it's for a long time. and it'll definitely be underneath more 
like furs, especially in the winter uh, that you've yeah. been provided. Okay. This is interesting. It's a kind of a little, co- a little more complex than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but you see, you see Arave, uh, old friend Arave, uh, Arave who was, was maybe the person who pulled you out of the snow, who, when you woke up with your, your hand blue, like was, did you lose your hand in the, in the winter or did you lose your hand a different way? Yeah. In the winter. Okay. So when you woke up with your, your kind of your hand, this horrible frostbitten kind of bluish, blackish, greenish kind of wrapped terribly. And you can see that it was, you know, it wasn't long for this world. Like she was the one there kind of holding your other hand maybe and telling you it'll be okay as they hacked it off. Nice. Um, all right. Maurice is first going to just see a group of people walk in. Um, I'll be like, you guys here for uh, something to help the physical pain or is this for mental pain? And then I'll take a swig, like a bottle, and I'll notice uh, Arave. He's like, avocado, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Old man, you can never quite get my name right, could you? Just very good to see you. How are you these days? Oh, you know, just keeping busy, making the medicines. Uh, I also picked up a bit of painting, so that's been fun. Very interesting. I hope you are taking good care of that one over there with the uh, smashed head. She was uh, a newer member of my group. Oh, yeah, I gave him the specialty, so don't worry about him. But uh, you guys need uh, fixing up too, it looks like. Yeah, my legs on the opposite way. Can you take a look at it? That's healed. That's that's healed uh, at this point. Oh, it's actually healed. Yeah, that's yeah. that's healed at this point. That <laughs> something good happened in right, your absence. Right. So oh, okay. So just so you guys know mechanically, those are what are called chaos manifestations. So they're temporary magical effects. Uh, and depending on like their strength, whether they're lesser, petty, or greater, they can have bigger some of them have bigger consequences. So that's what you had. Okay, uh, I think best. I'm still beat up from the yeah. I think so fight, too. Though. Yeah, I managed yeah. not to get you killed. Uh, I think I think Josh actually ran you uh, last game we played. Yeah, that was that was fun. Josh was trying to get you killed. <laughs> he was. He was like, "Can I charge <laughs> in?" I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh yeah." One v one. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna call out the giant. Uh, okay, yeah. So where are you at on the uh, the damage track? That's there? serious. Okay. Uh, so Sirius is going to be a standard test. Okay. Uh, um, I got some special lot in him. If uh, you want some. What do you mean special? Uh, <laughs> well. Special? Ooh. I don't think I've taken special lot in him yet. I also want to know what is this special lot yeah, in him. Give our druggie <laughs> special lot <laughs> right? Hubert is very interested in yeah. the special lot in him. Uh, it's just... Uh, let's just say it's a bit of a homebrew, but it'll help with the pain. I'll uh, give pretty much, you just gotta, yeah, in exchange. Okay. Wait, what? I don't know. Maybe you <laughs> could turn it special, but yeah, here. <laughs> just Ooh, pees in it. Uh, that stuff's pricey. There, you might want to hold on to that. Uh, pretty much, uh, you got to roll when you. Because I'm a quack seller. Oh, profession. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you drink something that I made 
with uh, snake venom. And you have to roll like a chaos die when you go to sleep, I think. Yeah, it's a little like a chaos bandage, but it's delayed effect. Yeah, you just get some peril. Okay. Uh, yeah. Quacks so. so good. Take a swig of this. You'll feel much better first. I'll take it. Okay. So uh, move up to moderate and then make it a routine. Oops, I'm on the wrong character. Uh, and if you uh, if you take your time, because you're not really under any rush, you can go ahead and take your time and move it up to easy, too. Yeah, for sure. Okay, go for it. And then roll your easy heal test. First uh, serious test for, for Maurice. Got a three, so... That's a great start. Yeah, it's pretty oh. good. Okay. Uh, so that'll move you then from moderate to lightly. And... Uh, Take your. I don't know what you just gave me, but this is great. Oh yeah, there's uh, plenty more where that came from. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, don't forget to take uh, your corruption and your extra corruption uh, for popping that laudanum. So it's just two, like regular. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Reve is at moderately. Uh, and then. When you go to sleep later, you roll a d6, and then on a 1 to 5, everything's fine. But on a 6, you're going to suffer 2d10 plus 2 physical peril. Nice. Uh, as the venom is uh, coursing through you. Okay. Um, who else needed healing? Aravaze it moderately. Okay. So okay. moderately is another, uh, another routine test. Um, but again, if you want to take your time. So probably between the two of you, it'll probably be like an hour's worth of time as you're inspecting their, yeah, their injuries. Uh, did you want laudanum too, or no? Thank you. Oh come on, Melissa, live a little. <laughs> I also we have like two dispensaries tequila. within like five <laughs> seconds of our house. <laughs> this is true. All right, let's do the roll. All right, good. Long. Two for two, buddy. Yes, it's a good start. It's a good first impression. Oh yeah, this one-handed man. Uh, okay, um, I'm looking at Dronk really quick. Uh, Dronk said grievously. I would imagine he was here first oh. with Bear. Yeah. So we'll say he could have done this beforehand. Go. We'll we'll say he'll pop one of your laudanums. Okay. Um, which means he'll take his corruption. And then he's at seriously. And so if you want to take your time with that one, you can move this up to routine. And so for the hour or so, um, almost two hours between food and discussion that, that they were with the others, um, you were tending to bear and tending to uh, drunk. So what's your role for, for drunk? Uh, 53, so still a pass. Okay, so that's going to be grievously to seriously. And then... Uh, seriously to moderately. So he's currently at moderately. Uh, perfect. Okay. Um, and likely you probably chatted a bit with Dronk. We don't have to play that out because I don't know what Coder would say. Probably something along the lines of grr, angry, <laughs> grr, something like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that'll be that'll be that. Um, okay. Um, what else? Uh, anything else here? Uh, you guys want to talk to him at all, or or do you want to go do other things? Uh, it's it's you're, you're you know you're you're you you've been invited to stay like like they're treating you okay. 
that you said you can stay at certain places, but again, there's still escorts that are walking you around. So they're waiting outside the the hut right here. What do you want to do? What time of day is it? Uh, between food and whatever, it's probably no longer like the sun's probably gone down at this point. Yeah, is the other guy that told us to make. Uh, so you were told about Maurice. You were told about uh, Ecclestrut, which is a quartermaster, gnomish quartermaster, who uh, if if you needed to resupply anything. I would imagine Arave would need more arrows. Okay. Um, and what do we say to Maurice? Uh, does Maurice come along and shoot the shit? As at this point, like Bear is just resting. There's really not much more to do. Drunk, you've already healed, and you just tell him like come back tomorrow, and we'll check check and replace your bandages and whatnot, and see what more we can do. Um, but uh, you also have you're free now, Maurice, to do other things if you want to do other things. Uh, yeah, he would have came along to the quartermaster and maybe pick up a few things. Okay. Just catch up. Catch up. Catch up a yeah. bit. Okay. And while he was healing everyone, I'd imagine he'd like tell him his life story. Like, oh, I was in Verdum for years. Saw it go and build up all these buildings. And kind of, I'll just, yeah, shoot the shit. Nice. Just kind of say he was from there. And then Sunbear Abbey. And he had a little sweetheart there. Invert him. But yeah. And what was her name? Does it happen to be Charlotte? Oh, Jeff, it might be. <laughs> I think it might be. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I used to always get all the best reagents from her. <laughs> A little spitfire. Touched by fire, red haired woman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So then after the healing and then on the way to the quartermaster, Erve would update Maurice about um, everything that's been happening lately and fill him in on her exploits. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I heard about that. It's a, it's a damn shame. I wish there was something I could do, but I'm a little past my prime. All I can do is fix people up a bit, make a good tequila, <laughs> you know. <laughs> simple things oh my gosh when i think of tequila i definitely think of like antarctica that's definitely (laughs) that's basically where you guys are at you're right like kind of a version of antarctica or greenland or something you know i saw like snake venom i was like oh i could put snake venom in like tequila and stuff that's awesome i think that's great um you have a reputation probably here. Like some people really like you and other people are like, no, don't drink that shit. It gives you the shits. <laughs> don't drink it. Cause you're going to be such a lush. Your, your ass is going to be over the edge of the, of the docks like all morning. You don't want to do that. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so you head over to the quartermaster who's like kind of in the process of closing up uh, when you wander in uh, and you can see a middle-aged gnome and his stringy black hair. Uh, dressed in the same Umbat Nor outfits as you come in, you you can see that there's all sorts of crates around here. Um, roll an awareness test, uh, Emily and Hubert. Standard. Yeah. Okay. Two. Both of you notice that uh, most of the crates that you see. Uh, have 
the faded logo of the Plum Hawk Trading Company, the hawk diving down, uh, emblazoned on the sides. And there's dozens of them. But as you wander in, you look around, you see this. He's kind of packing some things up, securing some stuff, and he's oh, um, sorry, just uh, just picking up. Um, okay, if you got something quick, I can help you. But uh, um, oh, hey, hey, Maurice, um, you guys might want to be careful of this one. I drank a bit of his. He called it tequila, and I shit uh out of my nose for like three days i don't think that's how biology works but somehow it did that sounds horrific what yeah yeah, i just uh i drank the tequila and i shit out my nose for three weeks or days i can't even count them all that's why but anyway be careful be careful of this one you know you're supposed to do no harm to people that you you, you, Anyway, you're a menace, is what I'm saying. They, they, they call him Maurice the Menace, because it's got oh. alliteration. Yeah, I haven't known by that name, but... Uh, I'm a fan of alliteration. My name's Hubert Hines. Hubert Hines. That sounds very, like... You sound like something that might be, you know, like you do office work. Do you do office work? Do you Are you like a paralegal? <laughs> do you... <laughs> Do you do data entry? <laughs> uh, Hubert, Hubert, you're called out. Hubert's got. Uh, I've always, I've always thought Hubert had kind of like a geeky name to him. And like you've, you're like you're this like tough like freaking soldier type, and he's like, mm. My "Name's Hubert." Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he says, what, "What what can I do for you?" Eccleshurst to name. Quartermaston's the game. Could use some smelling salts. Smelling salts? Okay. What you got to trade? Do you like silver shillings? I do like silver. I've got some of those. Okay. We can come to an arrangement. Sure. That can work. Uh, Go ahead and roll a d10. He nine. has he has nine uh, smelling salts on him. Ooh, uh, it's like five. Okay, and you'll hand over all of your silver coins, every single last one of them. Uh, let me figure. I can't remember the exact price. Uh, I have fifteen. I'll look I it up later. I can't remember the price off the top of my head, but I, I think you guys have enough money, so it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a problem. Um, what else? Smelling salt. So, right, you know it's, there's, it's not real salt, right? You don't want to put it on your food and such. Uh, right, just a little pick-me-up if I need it in battle. Right, okay, yeah. And, like, looking at you, you look like a fucking bird, and you have, like, <laughs> these crazy dark rings in your eyes, and you're twitching like crazy. You look... Hubert is such a mess, it's ridiculous. I really don't feel like we emphasize this enough. Hubert is... <laughs> He is the definition of insanity. This guy's got so much chaos and corruption on him. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, he looks around. What else can I do for you? That's all I need. Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Nobody else needs nothing. Uh, I could use some arrows. A couple vials of what? Uh, Empty vials so I can, uh, you know, 
procure some goods. So you can make people drink your tequila <laughs> and then collect their, sh- their no shit. No, it, it, I just used my uh, my laudanum, so. Okay. Gotta replace it. What well, are you got to trade, you old sort, you? Oh, you know, silver. Okay, I'll take silver. All right, thanks, Heckle Slime. Heckle Slime, you son of a bitch, <laughs> menace. You're such a menace. And what about you, sweetheart? Sorry, that was condescending. What can I do for you? Arrows, please. Arrows? Okay, we've got all sorts of arrows. Just take your pick. If you got them for the long bows, you can go to the over there. If you need them for the crossbows, you go over there to the boats. Hunting bow. Well, you can use the same ones for the long bow. It's fine. Okay, how many you want? How many bundles? How much per bundle? 3,000 gold pieces per arrow. Oh, well, no. That. What would you do with 3,000 pieces of gold? I would melt them. No, not gold. I want silver. Oh. Even still. It's cheaper. All right, all right. Two. You want two bundles. Okay, I'll got you two bundles. And so, yeah, that's fine. And anybody other, anybody else want anything? He's got most of it. He's got basic trade goods. It's not a problem. He's even got, like, ammo and guns and shit, too. <laughs> Tons of guns. He's got so many guns. Got me cousin walking okay. down in Ittiga. Make sure they get up here just fine. Is your cousin named Alaric? No, he is indeed. I've met him before. He's you've, you've met interesting him? Interesting folk. No, he's not. He's on the boring side of the family. They have a bit of an odour about them. And you know? Emily will laugh. Be like, him and a hawker seem to be rather busy bringing all these crates up to you, huh? Hmm. Yes. I suppose. Not, not lately. Haven't had a shipment, obviously. Weather well, is yeah, a winter. Bit... Right. We've got a system, pretty much, between you and me, pretty much everyone in that their editor key, other than maybe a few, friends with folks up here, sympathisers, so to speak, you could say. Good people. Mm-hmm. Except for that, that damn lot housekeeper, he's fucking crazy. Oh, I forgot about him. Oh, I forgot his name. <laughs> Richmond, Richmond oh, Ungerer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking crazy that one. He has an assortment of terrifying masks. He does, and he talks to someone who's not there. Oh no 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 no! There's someone there. It's him. He's got two personalities. That one. Oh really? Right. It's. Oh, I think he might have more. That's. I went and visited Alaric once down there. Who's snaky yeah. in the middle of the night? What not? Testing out some of the new boats, picking up shipments on around so we don't have to hate getting help getting in trouble. And uh, Alaric's like, oh yeah, come come visit him. He's a great guy. Play all sorts of games with him. And I, we go to meet him and mm. like, we're sitting there and we're eating and we're drinking and we're having a good old time. And all of a sudden, he just talks like he's possessed by the fucking devil. Like right there. Yeah. Insane. Like the prince of, the prince of, you know, of change. Change. The Prince of Ple- not pleasure, and that would have been awkward. But um, 
Just right there, you know, just uh, evolving. That's the one I was trying to think of. Just start smashing stuff, and Alaric's like, nah, don't worry, this is normal. I'm like, normal? This is not normal. This is not something, you know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, he did that when we visited as well. Did he now? It was like a demon swarming down from the house, yelling at us to get out. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, fucking crazy. But, you know. He always turns the other way when one of the wild boats go by. He always gives a gives us the old uh yo lets us know if there's yeah some sort of Rinian naval boat in the waters oh. that we should be on the lookout for, you know? Oh, that's good. I probably should have made you roll something to see if I'm so friendly and willing to share <laughs> this with you. Well but I am in who gives a shit? Nor, you know. Oh you there. But this fucking hawk over here, who's this thing over here? Look at him. I want to pluck him. Turn his whole body into quills. I can make so much silver from that. I mean, when he does molt, I can collect him for you. Okay. Anyway, can I get you anything else? I want to go get something to eat. Uh, a couple of bandages. Bandages? I ain't got no stinking bandages. Uh, oh. How many do you want? Roll a dice, D10. D10, got it. Everybody wants a light source also. A light source? What do you want to do? Sell you a sun? <laughs> there are nine bandages available. Aren't they like... Billions of dollars. I'll buy nine. You're gonna buy all nine? Do you have the money? I don't. I don't know if Emma Lee would have money. That mm. they, they don't really use money in the Umbat Nor universe. Silver is useful for other things, so he would take the silver, melt it down, and do other things with it. But uh, same with copper. Actually, he would actually take or brass. Excuse me. What would you say Emily would have to trade? Because I don't think we really established this. Probably like furs and such stuff like that. Uh, Maybe you've uh, furs or scales or something like that. Other things that you might collect along the way, like hunt from hunts um, or, you know, just from killing shit along the way that you, as you're in your travels. Probably. Then I probably wouldn't try and buy nine. I'd probably try and buy like three. Okay. Um, And then I'm looking at the, right now I got the apothecary's cabinet up really quick. Uh, Let's see. So. You're, what are you trying to buy again? Bandages? Yeah, just bandages. Um, doo, 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 doo. I just don't remember this kind of stuff without my head anymore. Because you've been making them so much that I haven't had to look them up. I know. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, I don't make this Bandage anymore. by the strip is one silver a piece. Okay. Uh, yes, you could probably buy them all. And then laudanum by the drop and... Oh, no, smelling salts. You bought smelling salts. Uh, seven silver apiece. That's how much that would have been. Okay. Yeah, so then I'll just take the three. Okay, fair enough. Um, all right, so he, uh, he shoes you out of his shop. He says, Maurice, you're a menace. You're lucky I don't drown you in the ocean. But it's good to see you. Now get the fuck out. As chipper as ever, I see. I am a delight. Thank you. And uh, he, uh, he he shoes you out, closes the door, bars it up. 
And that's it. Uh, it's you know, well past sunset at this point. Uh, what do you want to do? Probably rest, right? It's been a pretty harrowing a long like, day. few days. It's been a very ahead. long day for you all. Okay. So you find one of these common rooms. You you rest. Uh, common rooms are pretty much where everyone stays here, with the exception of a few folks. So honestly, Maurice, would, you, you probably have your own corner like mapped out where you, you frequently stay. Uh, but yeah, you, you all rest for the evening. Uh, you wake up the next morning. You can go ahead and reset your... Your peril, just fine. Go ahead and roll uh, that D6 there, uh, Hubert, for uh, the snake venom laudanum. And a Ooh, five. five. You're good. You wake up. You're fine. <laughs> you wake up and you guys are fine. Uh, Everybody could use another heal today. Okay. It's All right. You can do that a little later. Um, okay. Morning comes. More foods. Uh, you see Gabriel and you see Zeban again. Um, Zeban does, uh, excuse me, uh, Gabriel does like come up to Emily really quick. I'm, I'm sorry, but one, uh, one more question. Um, do you know, uh, a woman by the name of Hema, Hema Isaac? Uh, uh yes, I, I did meet she, her. She, she tried to kill me. Um... It doesn't sound like her. Huh. Uh, I did show up asking questions about you when you were supposed to be dead. Right. She was always a bit, um, a bit jumpy, a bit paranoid. Um, is she all right? Is she, is she okay? This is me to Melissa, not to, to him. <laughs> She was fine, right? She didn't die. As far as you know, she's in the same situation as yeah. his sister, as Charlotte, okay. as so many others. You was just she don't know. To Verdum? Yeah, she came back. Okay. This is his lover, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, last I ran into her, she was on a job, um, but she did return back to Verdum before it was raided. I was. Um... I had long conversations with with Ralston on whether or not we should bring her, and he said we shouldn't. It would be easier for her here, or there, I should say, and we could always retrieve her later. Did, didn't she get my note? Um, I left her I a note. I don't, I don't recall. And no, she didn't. Yeah. No, she and didn't. And then, uh, she, she thought I was lying when we were here looking for you. Um, but yeah, she was hmm. she was heartbroken. Who who killed Ralston? That was a and he like he looks extremely sad. He's just that was a very um 
It was a terrible accident, is what it was. It was, um, we, uh, we were waiting to meet our contacts within the Umbatnor. Uh, we, we were both going to go. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, some folks from the, from the PHC, from the, the Plumhawk, they, they showed up at the, right as, right as the Umbatnor came and there was fighting and, uh, and Rolston died in the, he was hit, uh, by one of their swords. And, uh, he died almost instantly. It's very sad. He, uh, Sorry for your loss. One of the first things I'm going to do when I leave the, uh, this, this place is I'm going to, to find his kin. And, uh, going to tell them about him uh, he was a good good man and he shouldn't have been here he was he was a good man but uh, I, I'd rather not talk about it too much uh, if that's all right it's still very yeah. painful it was not that long ago but I did leave a note for Emma I don't I don't think she received it where did you leave it I left it with a friend, and uh, back in, back in Verdum. Loudon? No, no. I, uh, I didn't want, uh, well, I wanted, I wanted her to, to hear it from, it's not important, it's, uh, it's not important. Anyway, um, have a good, um, Rest of your day. I have I have work to get to. Uh, have you, you as well. When I head out, if I if I find her, I'll send her this way. Don't do that. Well, I suppose things have changed, haven't they? I suppose. Yeah. Yes. Send I'm it. sure Hema would join in a heartbeat if it. Meant I worry like she might kill me in the process. Especially since she didn't know I was here. I don't, I don't, she would come close to killing you, I think. But she did, she did turn around eventually. She didn't kill me. I'm still here. Okay. Uh, thank you. And you see, he just sort of like bows his head and, um, and he turns around more time. And, um, I'm very sorry about what, what happened, uh, uh, to your friends. I, uh, I, I never wanted to be. The cause of uh, of so much harm and misery to other people. We don't. We don't lay that at your feet. We were we were desperate, and your father gave us the help that we needed uh, at a at a truly des at, at our at our lowest. I understand. And he bids you farewell, and he steps away. Um. Uh, Zeben comes up to you all. Uh, what is it that is, is it you're going to do now? You can stay here, if that's what you're thinking. We'll look after your friend. And if he wants to help us, we'll allow him to. If he doesn't, we'll dispose of him. What is it 
that you all are going to do north, I imagine. So are we past the distant fall apart yet? Yes, you're past dead stun fall. That's where you guys encountered the giant. Okay. And has have we like diverged from the plan of going to catch the caravan with the marauders or no? No. Um the there were rumors, like we did a roll and a couple, I think Drunk and Arave had heard rumors that there was some sort of like secret shit going on up here and like there was just a desperate attempt to try to get help for bear because bear was literally on death's door and so mm-hmm. that's why they did a little detour uh but no the plan last i heard was to just basically gallop west now you all have three horses that have survived uh the interaction with the giant in the the problems at the, at the vermac river because a few of them fell into the river and died one or two of them might just run away, um, but you have three left, and there's f- and there's four people. Uh, well, there's well, yeah, there's four people. Five if you can talk Maurice into coming with you, um, because you don't have any healers. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I was gonna be in the medical tent because I needed to make more laudanum. Okay, I know when you want me to roll that. Uh, sure. Um, go ahead. Uh, how many do you want to make? I'll just try and do like one at a time. Okay, takes a little time, and you have you have the opium and whatnot and everything you need. Oh, I can replace it with snake. Oh, that's right, snake venom. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll. Um, I think it's alchemy. Is that correct? You look this up. Yeah. So go ahead and roll. Got it. Uh, what does extended test do again? Is it double the time or? Uh, extended test. Uh, I don't remember if it's double or if it just. I just treat it like it's going to take a significantly long to- longer time, and you can bump the the difficulty down by one. Okay. Uh, might just do two. I'll do two drafts and then extended test. Sounds good. So, alchemy. Oh, baby. that's a crit, crit success, success. So you can get three drafts from that. Yep. Uh, and I need to roll a d10. Oh shit! <laughs> Took nine, ten hours. Okay. So it's triple <laughs> it's the time. Take a while. So triple. Take, oh jeez. That's what that's what Melissa just typed out. So take triple the time. So it's gonna take basically the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Which is fine because sometime later in the afternoon, uh, you, the people come back and you get more healing done, etc. We'll do that off air because let's. let's we're getting near the end of this ep, so we'll do that off air when we finish. Um, but what's the plan? I think Emily would would talk to Hubert and them and say, obviously, we can't have Bear come with us. And it doesn't seem like Maurice is very welcome here. Would he consider joining us, do you think? And, and she'd ask Arve that. He, he might be talked into it. He is not young, as you can tell. Um, he may worry about um, slowing us down some, but I can, I can vouch for him. Uh, he is a good person, a little odd. Um, but he would be helpful to us. 
I think given how many of us there are, we could probably talk him into it. You should ask. Maurice? Uh, okay, so you go you go track down Maurice. Um, I needed a heal anyway, so yeah. why was healing me? Okay, so what do you say to him? I want a beer too. Okay, Hubert, you're here. So, old man, how have things been here? Oh, you know, just uh, taking it easy. Not doing a whole lot. Just living the last days of my life. Just paying, making medicine. Uh, just trying to do what I can. Bob Ross of the Rinian Marquis. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say to throwing a little adventure into your life at this point? There's a lot of things that are going on right now and our group could certainly use some healing. And Hervé will actually throw in a little uh, gentle guilt trip, like not like in a pissy direction, but you know, just throwing out the opportunity to repay her personally for saving him all those years ago. Oh. Uh, you should like roll a d100 for your guilt <laughs> test <laughs> how well can you guilt trip <laughs> I thought we were past that but uh, where was it you all were heading again heading to the north and the west and see if we can intercept this caravan Ooh. those people have heard him do mean a lot to me mm. I do like the outdoors. I don't know how many times I've been dragged back here after getting lost. And actually, one of our group um, was almost like an adopted daughter to Charlotte. And one of the reasons that we were out here is because she was attempting to find if Charlotte was in this group that was taken up north. Hmm. You know, that does sound like a nice change of pace. Been up here for a while. People are all right. But one last adventure. Don't sound too bad. You don't seem to be their favorite person. I can say we would what be nicer to you than they, it seems. Oh, everybody loves me. What are you talking about? Sure. They sure they do. Uh, yeah, just give me uh, give me another day. I'm in the middle of uh, resupplying here. But if you think I'll be of some help, I'd be glad to. Maybe once uh, the... Wait, what was the other doctor's guy's name? Uh, I didn't give you it, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. But well, you would uh, know it. Yeah. Uh, once the other docs... Wait, wait, when's he supposed to be coming back? Uh, Forkrid is his name. Should be here pretty soon. When Should be he here probably to tomorrow. Back? It was about okay. two days. So today and then tomorrow would be the second day. 
All right. Uh, yeah, once the other docs here, because uh, I still owe these people a lot, I'll let them know that I'll be heading out. That'll be all right. We can wait a day. Thank you, old man. It will be nice to have your company. Anytime, Anaconda. <laughs> While I'm here, I'm going to give you the witch stone we have. Since you're an alchemist, maybe you can Ooh, do something witch. special with this stuff. That's you would know what it is. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, you would definitely know what it is. All right. I might uh, be able to whip some extra special with that. Okay. So, uh, so are you guys doing anything else? Mm, can we? Do they have any horses here? Maybe we got an extra. Uh, they do. So you know to go talk to the good old quartermaster, uh, and so you head over. You talk to Ecclestrut, ask for a few horses. He's like, um, wh- horses. Uh, that's a bit. Uh, that's not his voice. That's a bit. Oh goodness, that's not even close to his voice. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Um, okay, okay. So you want horses, but. Okay, I suppose, um, hmm. Okay. Roll a bargain test. Okay. Let's see. Um, we only have so many of those. Um, you want to re-roll that? Yeah, I'll re-roll. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll re-roll or not. Um, (laughs) well, it's 79. I don't think... That way can necessarily. Well, I suppose we could, but you gotta give me something really good for them. Like really good. What you got there, Birdman? I know you're looking at my feathers earlier. How would I pluck some of these for you? Holy shit! That sounds just wonderful. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yes, let's do that. I'll just grab a handful and rip them out. Okay. Uh roll 2d10. Alright, take 12 points of physical peril from doing that. As it's very <laughs> painful, actually. Jeez. Okay. So um as you uh as you guys are leaving, um you uh you look around, you get like he kinda of gives you an instruction on where to find them and such, and you know that like you're probably gonna not you're probably gonna leave for good, you know, the next day. Um as all of you are kind of on the docks, uh two of you, Emily and uh and Maurice, uh, you you feel a strange sensation uh begin to overtake your hands. Like, and then your feet. You feel this kind of strange pain in your fingertips. And you look down, you see your fingernails, both of you, on your good hands, have gone completely black and just begin to fall out onto the the dock itself, one by one. And as you're standing out there, like, picking them up and and getting ready to, to collect them, um, 
there's a commotion that suddenly transpires. Uh, you're looking out at the docks, at the different shipyards, and you all can see as this swirling black vortex of water begins to emerge beneath this partially built, partially put together ship. Um, and you can see that it just begins to sink into it, like just floats for a moment on the surface of the water and then as the swirling black and and purple water starts to emerge beneath it it just begins to sink and you can hear all sorts of screams as people start jumping off into like into like the 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 frozen bits of the water if they can swinging from lot from these like different ropes uh from these cranes that have been set up to move beams uh, you see other people who are trying to dive from one cross beam of a ship to like all the way down to another. People hopping off onto the docks as this entire ship is engulfed and swallowed into this big black vortex of water. And that's where we're in this episode. What? Well, I don't think insurance is going to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> Is insurance a thing in like, the monarchy? <laughs> <laughs>